Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, hot show, hot show, hot show. Live from New York. It's the show that's returning all their Orioles merchandise. It's first things first today. <laughs> talk. Broncos country. Let's defy the odds and upset the Chiefs, oh, baby. Really? Yeah, people like that. Hubs no like that upstairs. It. Meanwhile, the NBA GM poll that totally disrespects the Lakers and the Warriors. And finally, well, if you're looking for power rankings, Head down to the hotel lobby, grab yourself a copy of the USA Today by The Breakfast Bar. That's right. If you're looking for the best segment in sports television, we'll stay tuned because we have another episode of Nick's Tears. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wild. Nick, <laughs> any surprises in the tears? Yeah. Really? I there is preview, there an is. actual oh, yeah. change at the top, as there were seven times last year, contrary to a lot of popular belief that the Chiefs are always at the top. Seven weeks last year, they were. I never remembered. And they might not be this week. What they say, if you're explaining it, you're losing. There you go. That's true. Who says that? Wise people. (laughs) Uh, We start with Russ versus Mahomes. Russ coming off a loss to the Jets where he literally fumbled the ball and the game away. Mahomes, however, not taking the Broncos' offense lightly. Take a listen. He's played good football. Um, I think the numbers have said it, and the play, it it looks like that. And so it's – He's a he's a top, he's a top tier quarterback in this league. He's won Super Bowls. Um, he's put up crazy numbers. Um, and so, um, a lot of I feel like people, kind of like some other other quarterbacks, in the league, people put all the blame on him. But I mean, it's he's playing great football. And sometimes it just doesn't the ball the score doesn't go your way. Great guy. That's why I love him. <laughs> Russ this season. These are the ranks. I know you're saying it looks different on film, but those are the ranks. Um, 11 passing touchdowns, okay, pretty right. good. Those are also the cherry-picked ranks, including 20-plus yard completions. That's is, uh, Go ahead. But I mean, if he has a dead arm, he right, can't the, go, but those are in those nice moves. Right. The pass touchdowns, touchdowns and touchdown percentage are essentially one in the same rank to That's show That's a him good second. graphic. If okay. that was Trevor Lawrence, uh-huh. we'd have to have a full-on marching band out uh-huh. here. In any event, <laughs> yeah. do you think this could be his last start? Of course it could be. So here is the problem with those numbers. The film totally belies them. Week one, they have a halftime lead. They score three second-half points. They score 16 total points. They lose to the Raiders. And as we discussed, Brew, if you remember after that week, he was awesome in the first half, even though they only scored 13 first-half points, and then terrible in the second half. Week two, they're up 21-3 to against Washington. And... A fumble that was damn near a carbon copy of the one that lost in the Jets game opened the floodgates for Washington. After that fumble, it went three and out, three and out. 
interception, Washington lead, and then all of a sudden, the Broncos were down double digits and Russ got some garbage time stuff and a Hail Mary to, to up those stats. Hail Mary, now, yeah, y- yes. So he's Week got three, two touchdowns. Hold on, no, no, no. Week three, I'm not putting anything on him. They, they, the defense allowed 70 points. That's not on him. And week four, I would say, like, I'm not putting the loss on him in week three. I'm not giving him a ton of the credit for the win in week four when that was flipped with the Justin Fields fumble six when the Bears had control of that game. And then last week, what happened? He takes an awful safety. Twice they stall inside the five-yard line. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the game, with a chance to tie or take the lead, he gets the ball knocked out of his hands and the Jets win. Yeah. Do I think Russell Wilson Brew has been one of the five worst quarterbacks in football this year? Absolutely not. Do I think he is the biggest culprit for the Broncos' failure of a season up to this point? Absolutely not. Okay. However, do I think, am I convinced that at some point Sean Payton's going to find a fall guy? Yes. Are there two obvious places to do it? Heading into your mini-buy, which is after Thursday, and heading into your actual buy, which is in two and a half weeks. Yes. The difference is, after the mini-buy, they're home against the Packers. Can turn the page and maybe win that game. After the actual buy, they have Buffalo. I had it right in front of me, and then I lost it. I apologize. They have Buffalo, and then a couple weeks later, the Cleveland defense. So I think Sean Payton at some point is throwing Russell Wilson overboard. I also don't think he's played well at all. And it is on the board. It is this Thursday night is his last start. No, it's not. Why is Sean it not? Payton's been too bad. He, he doesn't deserve a fall guy. He's been horrific. And I agree, and I said it yesterday or, or Monday, Russell Wilson has not been quite as good as the numbers suggest. The numbers say he's been – Darn near great. Okay, but he has been good. And Sean Payton has been horrible. Like, that ship is sailed. I I understand what you were saying. Like, you've been saying it all season. If it goes bad, he's going to look for a fall guy. It's going to be Russ. We didn't count on Sean Payton looking worse than Nat Hackett. All right, we didn't count on them giving up a historic 70 points. We didn't count on them going from top 10 defense to dead last in defense. If he tries to bench Russ now – People going to look like, dude, you, you're really throwing a potential first, uh, a potential future Hall of Famer under the bus and blaming him for this mess that you've created? So I, I, I think that should be sell. And I'm going to defend Russ a little bit. Again, not quite as well as the numbers suggest. But look, the passer rating is the fourth highest of his career. All right, which has been a great career. His, his TD rating is the fourth highest of his career. His interception ratio is the second lowest of his career and they're averaging Nick 24 points a game that's 10th in the league that's pretty good 24 points a game and I've got a a, you love these blind reveals here's one for you here we go all right Russ is on the uh, depending on what side Russ is on your side Russ is on the left and Trevor Lawrence is on the left yes his numbers are way okay, so better. Hold on, let me, oh, no, let me finish. His numbers are way better than Trevor Lawrence's. He's got twice as many touchdowns. Yeah. All right, and you know what else? I could throw Matt Stafford up there. I could throw Dak Prescott up there. I could throw Patrick Mahomes up there. Well, Other go. quarterbacks that no one's thinking of benching, okay. and Russell Wilson's okay. numbers so can are I just, better. Can I just understand, because I'm pretty consistent on this, but I get very confused by this side of the table. Is that side of the table a quarterback wins group or not? 
No, is I've it, never. It's a gumbo. It's, it's a stew. It's, I, so I've always the told goal, you that. What about you, Wild? No, it's a gumbo. Okay, so the, it's, it's not the goal things. is to win the game. The Jimmy Garoppolo graphic that we ran forever well, was win meaningless. win a lot of games, sure. Because here's the Winning here's is part a part of the gumbo. You can't throw it out. So yeah. here's but it's what, not just Here's that. what I would argue, because I am not, and I'm pretty well established on this, a quarterback wins guy. I am kind of a quarterback losses guy, though. I am to a degree when you have, like I was saying to you, when you tried to tell me after I think week three, Kirk Cousins was playing well. Look at the numbers. He leads the league in this. He leads the league in that. And what I said was, and I think, Brew, you agreed with me, yes, he doesn't have a ton of mistakes and he has a ton of great plays. But the mistakes he has keep happening at the most critical moment of the game, at the most critical point of the field. That means he's he's not playing great. Doesn't mean he's not playing well. Okay, so can I? That's the difference. Sure. And guess what, guys? Kirk Cousins might end up getting traded. Does he have? Does he deserve to be thrown? He has a no trade, so he'd have to be okay with it. That when teams are this bad, teams sometimes do things to players that aren't the reason they're this bad because they need to shake the snow globe. Well, isn't the traded snow globe, and benched is totally yeah? Bad. Isn't the snow globe firing Vance Joseph? I don't like to fire guys on a TV show. Yeah. But Josh made this graphic. I was like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Let's look at the Broncos defense and take out the Dolphins game. Because every time we put up a bad Broncos defense graphic, <laughs> we're like, well, it's all skewed because the Dolphins hung 70 on them. This is without the yes. Dolphins game. I, so, it's and the guess what Vance fault. Joseph was? Last year, Vance Joseph in Arizona, 31st ranked defense. No, in he's been, and he was bad. His head five coach for the years Broncos. as a head coach, but as a defensive coordinator, no, he's, he's never had a defense in the with, top like can, 10 uh, points can, per game. Can I, I want to make something very and clear here that maybe I should have made clear earlier. I wouldn't bench Russ. I am not advocating Russ deserves to be benched. I am projecting that Sean Payton has to, if they get rolled Thursday, do something significant. And You don't think it should be firing Joseph? Oh, I think it should be, but he hired him. He brought him there two, three months ago. There is an element of almost saving yourself that even if you – Brew, the, 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 I, what I'm trying to communicate here is not that, you know, you, one's got to go, well, Russ has done a worse job than Vance Joseph. Nobody would think that. But firing Vance Joseph is admitting a massive mistake. So admit it. But, I mean, seriously. Okay. Admit it. It's not that to be right is to get it right. Oh, I like that. That's part. what it is. I, like I mean, that. you made him – he's not getting fired. Sean Payton's not getting fired. Agreed. He's getting that money that, what, $18 million a year, whatever it is. But, so he's got the can, it, reputation and the contract can, to do something like you know, this. Can I ask Admit, one, I made a mistake. Can I ask one other question before we move on? Do you think Russ is going to be the week one starter next year? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Oh, the, I, I mean, I it's, it's 12 games. The, Let's see how it plays Okay, out. so I would be shocked if he is because if he's on the team next year, another $37 million becomes guaranteed. So I think they know that they are in the midst of a bit of a teardown there. That is another reason why I think benching him is happening sooner rather than later. Because you know they, Stidham's not going to be a starter next year. Well, so. they, for some reason, they made Stidham the ninth highest paid player on the team. Well, we, that, we just talked about them making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stidham's got six touchdowns, seven interceptions in his career. I mean, that was a and guy that once upon a time you loved. I to rock with yeah. Stidham. Uh, <laughs> so is there a possible snowball's chance, let's call it, an upset brewing in Kansas City. Historically, this is as close to a sure thing as possible. 
since the Broncos have lost 15 in a row, but Russ wants a new narrative. Take a listen. I think the important thing is, is that we got to create a new history, you know, and we got to be able to do that with one play at a time, one moment at a time, one game at a time. Um, obviously, um, over the past, you know, however many games that we haven't been able to win, um, that's, uh, like I always tell you guys, every game's a history of its own, and we got to be a focus on this one and, uh, and win, go win this game. I mean, it's a solid answer. Here's the uh, longest active streaks, closing in on 20 from the 1970s. Uh, so, Brew, do you see any chance this could happen? I got a little chance. Yeah, I'm certainly not picking it. But um, a little chance? A little? But I'll just say this. A little chance? Denver is desperate, as you laid out earlier. No question about it, right? They are desperate. Not only Sean Payton, but the players. And Kansas City has had a history of looking past opponents, taking them lightly, practicing against them, whatever it is. All right? They lost to Indianapolis last year, which won, what, four games? They Houston took them to overtime. And we've seen this year even the Jets almost beat them. Lions. All right? Lions did beat them. Week one. And so – I'm just saying, yeah, I guess I'm just saying there's a chance. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but a slim, guys, it's slim. Least, right, least but emphatic it's a possibility. Okay, I mean, guys, okay. So things <laughs> that have happened more recently than the Broncos beating the Chiefs. This, but you, Nikola, got, oh, you got a good grab. Ni- no, Nikola Jokic's entire career, <laughs> his whole career. Uh, the Rams played in St. Louis. Oh, really? uh, That's a good the Rams That's played a good in St. Louis the last time. LeBron James has won two championships, been to four finals, and scored 16,000 points since the Broncos beat the uh, – Travis Kelsey, the day the Broncos beat the Chiefs. Yeah, born. Had, no, had <laughs> less than 1,000 career receiving yards and seven career touchdowns. So the idea that this that the dam is going to break this year, right now, and there is some – a bit of misinformation, Wilds, when it comes to how – competitive these Two games were games? last was year. Six and three. You guys okay. took your foot off the gas six and points, they came back. Points. Okay, so again, the right next to the power rankings and the standings in the USA Today is some archival data where you can see the final results from yeah. last year. We can tell people that or we can give people the context. The context is last year when the Chiefs played the Broncos, they were up 27 nothing in the first game. And then 100% took their foot off the gas, and were never in jeopardy of losing it. The next time they played them was a week after the Broncos had allowed 51 points and fired their coach. And absolutely, you're correct, the Chiefs took them lightly. And despite that, the Chiefs were up 10 in the fourth quarter. And never they win by? They won by three. Uh, they, but they were never at Brew. One you, score game. Brew, we were on TV. Russell Wilson the played day two after. of his best games. That's not saying much, but he played he two of his best games against the Chiefs oh, last year. You Go also ahead. did this whole thing on how like we, there was, the Lions had zero no. chance, and Patrick Mahomes has a passer rating of 5,000 yeah, on true. opening nights, and Andy Reid opening night. That's why they practiced so hard. Yeah, and then the Lions point. went in there, and Kadarius Toney dropped the ball, and weird things happened. Mm-hmm. The other thing that ha- is going against the Chiefs, my Chiefs, I'm just telling you, it's, it's got to be on alert. At some point, they stop being your Chiefs when you pick them to lose every Why, because week. I'm objective? <laughs> no, I'm an objective it, Chiefs it'd fan? It'd be one thing if you were objective oh. and correct, but you just pick their huge favorites, you pick them to lose, I and think, then you're like, I love them. Oh, tell, it makes no tell sense. Tell it to the tens of thousands of people that say I'm beloved in Kansas City. Okay. <laughs> Broncos by quarter. They're going to start hot. 
Ooh. Oh my gosh. What, they start this hot is, and then they fall apart. This is wish casting, They just guys. need to put it all together. 27 points on their opening drives. Only the 49ers wow. have more. So they're going to get out to an early that. start. Kansas City crowds him that, oh, what's going on You guys on are here? out like, of your – They're is, like, don't worry. This, this is embarrassing. Well, no, I'm saying there's a chance. Wilds is picking them. I'm not picking them. This oh, okay. is, I'm this saying guys, there's a – Hold on. There's there's a a chance. Right a now, decent chance. Right now, is there a strong argument to be made the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC? So yes. they're at least – okay. Right now, is there a strong argument to be made the Broncos are the worst team in the AFC? Okay. Yes. Okay. Where is the game? The game's at Arrowhead. Is it on a short week? I just saw you lose the game to the Lions. Wilds, the Broncos are not the Lions. The Broncos are horrific. You got to admit, the Chiefs often play down to their competition. Is there any quarterback in league history that owns a division more than Mahomes owns the AFC West? No. Is there any any quarterback in league history that owns a single opponent more than Mahomes owns the Broncos? No. Is there any team in in recent NFL history that owns a team more than the Chiefs own the Broncos? No. Wilds, you did months of every time we talked to Jets, when they had Aaron Rodgers, you were like, well, it's impossible they beat the Patriots. That is impossible. Because their winning streak was one game shorter than the Chiefs going into the Jets, though. Exactly. See? (laughs) Oddly, the stronger the argument you make, the stronger our argument becomes that you're overlooking Brew the Broncos. Brew is not joining you on the argument. Yeah, I'm not picking Brew it, gave the most saying, tepid. There's a chance. There's a, any That's given all I'm Sunday. Saying. I'm saying there's a you bigger chance. You sound like, yeah. You, you, you don't think the ball can bounce Wild, off Kadarius Tony's hand? The, oh, he can't catch. Yeah, he could. He, have you watched him since yeah, week yeah. one? I've he doesn't have a single snap. drop since week one. Ooh. How many times are you targeting him? What? Not enough in my book. Oh, how many receptions does he have? How many? Since week one, probably nine. Probably. You don't even know. It's been a bumpy ride, but guess who's back at number one? My guy, Patrick Mahomes. Then Tua. Mahomes is my guy. You know what? It's officially on the record that he's my guy. Tua's your guy, too. You had Tua. And Purdy's your guy. And Purdy's your guy. And Hurts is the guy you know what? You're like, all my guys. These are all my guys. I can pick them. Can I pick them? Yes, you can. (laughs) 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 All right. Does Mahomes deserve the top spot, bro? Out of all your guys. Look, okay, and listen, Nick, you're a smart man, so Thank listen you. to the nuance. You finally said something. <laughs> listen to the today. nuance, yeah. okay? If it's a projection, there you go. I'm fine with this. Yes, this is because right. Patrick Mahomes, we all right know, take. is the best quarterback in the but league. But if it were awarded this week, if it's week. a ladder, if it were awarded this week, and and I'm, it was Micah to me after two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was Tua. And then it was Josh Allen or mm-hmm. McCaffrey. And now you know who it is now. now it's Purdy. It's Brock Purdy. Right. I'm dead serious. It's Brock Purdy. I thought Wait. it was McCaffrey. McCaffrey averaged two and a half yards a ga- carry against the Wait, Dallas. Can I just ask a question about yards. that? It, uh, hold on. Through four weeks, you thought it was his teammate, but because his teammate but, rushed for 57 but yards. But then, because in the fifth game, which is one well, fifth of the season, his teammate had an, a substandard day. The other guy now gets it. Well, because the other guy had four touchdowns. Yeah, and didn't McCaffrey when have you four only have before? five games to go on? One game right. means a but lot. Didn't McCaffrey have four in week four? Wouldn't it just? Be, isn't no, this the it, order of operations? Mc, Mc, no, because Brock Purdy has the best passer rating okay. in the history of the NFL. Oh, nice. Whether you're looking at career okay. or whether you're looking right. at this season, but hold on. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I so Brock Purdy 
is, I mean, he he is the guy right now that should be the MVP. I, okay. Right now, if it was given today, it should be okay, Brock Purdy. Okay, so I do not think if it were given today, it should be Brock Purdy. But also, if it were given today, it shouldn't be Patrick Mahomes. Who, who, Let me, who would you the, say it should be? Because right that's now, the thing. No, right now, I think Tua is the best case. Tua is uh, throwing a lot of interceptions. Again, it is. It, he's got five oh interceptions. It, first of all, he's not awful. But, uh, he won last Let week. me finish this oh, on Tua. Let me, because let me address Tua. Yeah, okay. Tua has had three. Women they've only played five. Three so-so games. New York Giants, two touchdowns, two picks. Buffalo, okay. one touchdown, yes. one pick. Oh. New England, one yeah. and one. He's that's three that, games. He got four touchdowns and four picks. That's fine, but I don't. I don't take so away is the just, He's not crushing just, with all those interceptions. If I may, just real so quick, he's on pace I to throw seventeen interceptions. I don't think Purdy has been the MVP of his team, so I can't have him be MVP of the league. Can I? I, I would like to say but something you about get, the Mahomes who's going part of it. I would like to say Ooh. something about Mahomes part of it. This is the problem with all the reaping folks like you guys did all offseason and have done throughout the year. The sowing will be Mahomes wins the MVP. I agree. When in well, the offseason, when the offseason, you guys talk about, oh, that offensive line. What's it going to look like without Orlando Brown? And when during the season. He never said that. I, he was well, my preseason pick. Wait, on Orlando Brown's Bro, offensive line. You know that. Mahomes Bro, was my preseason pick. When he picked the Bengals to go further in the playoffs than the Chiefs, one of the reasons was the Chiefs lost to Orlando Brown. But this the is Bengals got. I, I understand. So let me just finish what I was saying, please. And then when throughout the year, when a week ago, or not even a week ago, Bruce says the Chiefs are taking Patrick Mahomes for granted. He has no weapons. When at at the end of the year, for the first time in his career, he's not going to need to be head and shoulders numerically better than everybody. Because the narrative has been set is that he's working at such a weapons disadvantage. True. That this year, so I do think Vegas has it right. Here's the thing, and I said it the other day. The criteria, one loss record, yeah. great stats, yeah. got to be a quarterback. Yeah. He doesn't have the great stats. That's but, the thing. Right, right now. No, I project, right, exactly. Okay, he will. That's why but he's right, the now, right now. Well, what if, he, what if it continues this way and they win 13 games, but his stats are still but mediocre? I guess, well, he's I not going to win MVP that way. If the Chiefs go 14-3 and three, are, and people are going to argue it's not because of Patrick Mahomes, I've been the one trying to convince and three, people. And the Niners, let's say, 15-2 and two or 16-1. and one. And yeah. Purdy continues his pace. That's not well, yeah, all Purdy time. throws no picks all year. He's what if he throws three? You yeah. know, I mean, I'm just I mean, saying it's going to be Dak tough. Dak had a 26-touchdown, four-interception year and didn't get the most MVP votes of anyone on his team because Zeke did. That was Dak's rookie year. Like the well, game leader's a rookie, too. Uh, coming up, the disrespectful NBA GM survey next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on SiriusXM. Also, Jalen Hurts hasn't lost. Playing pretty well. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Oh, welcome back to the show. Miniature Fast Break. GM survey from NBA.com. The headline, no one believes in the Lakers or the Warriors. They've got zero votes to win the title. Steve Kerr weighed in. Take a listen. It never did anything for me when people picked us and doesn't do anything for me that they don't. So it's uh, it's just stuff, interesting stuff for fans to read, but, you know, nothing that helpful or harmful to us and definitely not any bulletin board material. You know, I'm not posting that on the locker room wall. No GMs picked us to win the title. How does that make you feel, fellas? I don't know. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> Yikes. Well Just diss the whole poll. Well um, here's how it shook out Boston and Denver at number one. And then the Bucks, the Suns, and for some reason the Clippers. Well that's the problem. What? The problem <laughs> The problem is the the one vote for the Clippers, to be totally honest. I listen, I think that if you were to if the question were one of these two teams gonna win the title. Lakers or Warriors, I think the answer has to be the Lakers. I think the Lakers last year, especially the Lakers really had two seasons last year. They started 2-10. Mm-hmm. They were bad with Russ. Once they got their roster, even when they were still dealing with LeBron's injury, they were excellent. The Warriors, I understand, are you know turned a page and they moved on from Poole. I get that. But it took a Herculean all-time performance by Steph Curry for them to escape around one opponent whose best player broke his finger midway through the series. And then these two teams played, and the Lakers, I don't know, it didn't dominate them, but one in six in game six was a bit of a domination where it looked like Steph was a bit worn down. And, Brew, like, if you remember, you said this God, two years ago, one of the years the Lakers stunk, that, and the Warriors were awesome. It was like the one team, if they got in, that I don't think they'd want to face – the Warriors, that is, right. is the Lakers because they have no answer for Anthony Davis in that series. They didn't. So I think it is a bigger snub and more insulting to the Lakers, who I do think are a champion contender, and I don't think the Warriors are quite to that level. I agree with you. Um, I don't think either team got snubbed, and I like the Lakers better than the Clippers. I don't necessarily like them better than any of the first four. But the Clippers, here's the problem with the Lakers and the Clippers. If they somehow met in the playoffs. The Clippers always and the Clipp- beat them. Yeah, they've won 11 straight over the Lakers. And if they're healthy, which is a huge if, then they would give the Lakers some problems in the playoffs. But I, I'm not picking either team to win the championship. But I'm not completely writing off either team as well. But to, of the two, the Lakers certainly had the better shot. Now, just like the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, the Lakers are one of those teams where you wonder about the health. LeBron, at his, just because of his age, and he has been hurt yep. every season in L.A. And then Anthony Davis, obviously, is a concern. But the, look, the Lakers are stacked. If it comes together for them, I mean, you got a top, definite top ten player in A.D., 
probably a top 10 player in LeBron. If not that, top 15. Rui, I think, is going to have a good year. Austin Reeves, I think, can raise it up to about 18 points a game. Honestly, if LeBron comes down, then Austin Reeves can get to about 18. You got D'Angelo Russell. You got depth. They added, you know, uh, uh, Gabe Vincent and Watts. Like, they – Now, oh, yeah. Gabe Vincent. Vincent. No, I mean, as, as like, a a seventh or eighth man. man, That's correct. I agree. Sure. Wilds, you? I like the Warriors. I think there's a question of, but not to. That's not your pick. No, but I I like them more than the. You like them better than. Well, I think the Chris Paul experiment could work, and then the question is like, can Kaminga make a jump? Like the people drafted around Kaminga are all. Giddy was drafted before him. Franz Wagner was drafted after him. Kaminga's in here playing 19 minutes. Those other guys are playing 30 minutes. I think minutes. they could be good. My, the size. If they meet the – like, size matters. All these teams need some guy. size. I'm, I'm if so they meet upset the that Lakers they didn't go or the Nuggets, right. I just don't think I mean, they have – Draymond has been good against Jokic, but – Don't they know that? Shouldn't they just go get somebody? No. I was thinking all summer they should have got some. I like the, the idea of the White Howard. Who was it that oh, the White Howard was a possibility? Yeah, yeah. Jo- oh no, you wanted the Suns to keep Jock Landale. I was trying to think of the team that you wanted. <laughs> yeah, Jock, that they Jock needed had, size. Jock right, had a few question moments. number two: yeah. Who would you want to start your franchise around? This one makes me. The 28-year-old reigning Finals MVP came in at number one, followed by Wemby, okay. who has just played Chet pretty well, and then Giannis at 13. So here's the thing, Nick. Last year, Giannis was number one at 55%. Now he's at 13%. I guess he got much, much worse. So this is this bothers me on two fronts. The first one is people are like, oh, they're taking Wimby over Giannis because he's nine years younger. But Giannis and Jokic are the same age. Right. So I guess the, what those GMs are saying is that they think the gap between Giannis and Jokic is now gargantuan, right? Because they're the, or at least you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they're both 28 years old. And one guy got 33, got 11 votes. The other guy got four. Just to play play devil's mm -hmm. advocate, don't you think that Joker's game will age better than Giannis's, where you can just stand and – There's no doubt. Sure, but I also think Joker's way more likely to retire at 32 than Giannis. Well, those horse racing. You know what I mean? So, like, if we're going to talk about – three titles. Right. And Giannis (laughs) – and I think, you know, we both talked about that Giannis might still be the best player in the league. certainly – I got him too. But the the other thing that bothered me was this on that. That – this is where I think we're doing a little unfair thing to Wimby. Like, LeBron didn't get a vote his rookie year, didn't get a vote his second year, and then came in second place his third LeBron year. LeBron didn't get a vote That's for amazing. start your franchise? Well, Kevin going Durant, into his second year. No, he, he didn't get a vote going into his rookie year. He didn't get a vote going into his, sec, or his second year, pardon me, going into his second year he finished third. Really? Kevin Durant did not get a vote in this until going into year four. And so it is not a history of, oh, the number one pick is the high on this list. It's not. Guys who have been on this, LeBron has won it eight and a half times because he split it once. Uh, Giannis three and a half times. Kevin Durant one and a half times. Duncan three times. Shaq once. Carl Anthony Towns twice. Yikes. Jokic, we expected a lot more. Yep, Jokic for the first time ever this year, AD once, and Luka one and a half times. Wimby finishing second just feels premature, man. It just uh, really feels premature. I actually think they got it right. Really? Real talk. Uh, Jokic, I definitely take it. Here's the reason. I think Giannis is the second best player in the world. But, and he's awesome. Not a go-to guy. He's not. And he never will be. Because he does can't shoot. Can't hit free throws, but he can't shoot jump shots. And two, it's not like he's got a dominant post game. Well, you haven't seen him yet. 
Yeah, well, maybe hope. Yeah, that'll change things if, if Elijah Wan helped him get a dominant postgame, but how much is he going to be down there? So when I need a bucket, I can't go to my best player, which is Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right, now Wimby, Wimby's already a better three-point shooter, already a better free-throw shooter. He shot 80% international. I, 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 free throws? The free throws are fine. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to Even see what Even if you don't think he's a great like. three – I don't think he's a great three-point shooter. He's better than Giannis. Oh, that's – I agree. And he's – he his upside, he is so much so much further ahead of where Giannis was at this he age. He has more upside than 50 points to win the finals in game six. Yeah, he's got more upside than Giannis. You don't think he's got more upside than Giannis? You no, know, I, I, I watched Giannis come into a finals injured, have a mediocre first game, and then games two through six average – What's he done game. since then? And th- what since then? Yeah, he's damn near that won was a league great. MVP. He hit he hit he seventeen to nineteen free throws. That was we, awesome. We saw him score but he had forty six in a then. closeout game against Boston. That Jason Tatum just had the game of his life. Like it's like mean, he's, he's done nothing I, since. I've said he's fair. the second best player in the world, but he does not have the offensive upside that Wimbanyama has. It ain't even I, close. Hold on, but well, wait, hold on. You're saying and but, defensively, Wimbanyama is going to be a better shot blocker than Giannis. He's not going to be the perimeter defender that Giannis is. So, I don't so, think. So, but he's on. a better shot so blocker. So Giannis. Giannis, who we saw win a championship with a 50-point game, you are convinced that Wimby's got a better offensive game I'm saying game if you uh, – will have for sure. Not yet. For sure? Not, yeah. So you're convinced Wimby's going to average 30-plus a game. It's not career. just about total points. It's yeah. about how you get them. It's about efficiency. It's about but can you shoot. Giannis is I, hyper. I bet you at the end of a game I'll be able to go to Wimbanyama. Can I go to Giannis? Yeah, I mean, you people have throughout his career. No, he but hasn't been their go-to guy. It's been Middleton. That I and it's going to be Dame now. Okay, but that's to me that's a bit of a, like a Shaq thing. Like the could you just go to Shaq yeah. at the end of games? Because he dunk on you. Yeah. So same with Giannis. But he doesn't go down there. That's the difference. I love it if he get down there and do it, but he doesn't. Hold on. Then how does then how does Giannis have? How does he keep averaging thirty points a game on super high efficiency? How does he do it? Oh, he can score. Don't get me wrong. In the playoffs, but he is crowded. not their go-to guy. In the playoffs, and there's no all reason. Wait, I, I feel like this conversation is from I a love Giannis, but Broussard has a point. They can't the, go to him. He dribbles ball. He loses the ball. Okay, that Drive, is, trying again, to get downhill. They build the where, wall. Yes, if we, I agree. You build the a wall, you're going to stop him. So, so the Suns just didn't know it. They just couldn't do it. They it's not easy to league. do it. Miami's they, done it pretty well. And, and he's in. Year. He's been in the league ten years, and you got two trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. I you got one ring, I but understand, two trips but, to the which finals. is why, if you were making this entire passionate case for Jokic, I'd be fine with it. I might disagree with some of you. Be fine with it. We're Jokic, making it for no. Wimby. He's 19. Obviously, Nick, we're projecting. I don't expect Wimby to come into the league next year or this year and be better than Giannis. I'm just saying he is a guy that you can look at him and say he's going to be a go-to guy. Giannis is not and never will be unless he changes some of his game. No, unless he changes some of his game. I've been saying that for years. As great as he is, he's got to give me some type of go-to move other than I'm rearing up to go through everybody. I mean, okay, well, then I don't know. Then I, the, it, I don't know how you square that with the fact that you agree that he's at worst the second best player in the league. Like that, the, the, we're saying because he's a fantastic defender. He can score and score efficiently, but and he does every fills up the box score. And he's great, legitimately, but he does not have a go-to move. So at the end of close games, I got to go to somebody else. And now they have somebody else. Coming up next, the must-win game for the Patriots. Must-win is not back. I know people are like, oh, my God, get the kids. It's just 
one second. Just, is it I, how do we know Wimby has a go-to move? I just well, you know. watch him. I mean, honestly, I test. <laughs> move, I mean. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Patriots underdogs in Vegas in what oddly might be the most important game for their franchise in years. Mac Jones has gone from gritty hitting to pity sitting on the bench, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, what? you guys are encouraging him with this laughter. <laughs> Meanwhile, Belichick ate the worst two losses of his career. Lots of people losing faith in his approach. One person is not. That person, Tom Brady. Absolutely. I think that he, he's got a very consistent approach that he's always taken. And, you know, it's, it's the right approach. It's try to prepare the players, give them the best opportunity to succeed. You know, you get out there in the field. In the end, you know, the coaches, once the play's called in, the player, you know, the player's got to go do it. And it's, it's, it takes great coaching staff to win. It takes great players to win. It takes great front office support to win. It's an organizational win. It's an organizational loss. Coach? Well said. He's yeah. a nice guy, man. Yeah, he is. He, you, you can really tell nice. he wants them to he get this pounced. turned around. He's Not a nice a guy. Sincerely nice human being. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'd like us to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> is this a must win for the Patriots, Coach? No, I, I don't think it's necessarily a must. Well, your segment doesn't work. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a must play substantially better for Mac Jones. I think he's probably under the most pressure of anybody there. If if, if it, he's been benched twice now, if it looks anywhere near what it looked like the last two games, where they outscored what seventy two to three, and uh, the offense was outscored twenty two to three. Oh Think yeah, no, it, the offense yeah. was outscored twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, the, the, now and, and as much as we kill the uh, offensive coordinator situation last year, they were seventeenth point in points scored well, this year. The thirty-second. Yeah, that's so maybe they need true. to call Matt Patricia back to get this thing okay. rolling again. Uh, but, yeah, I, I see it more – it's not necessarily a must-win for, for Bill. I don't think a lot's going to change for, for him. But really? for Mac Jones, it could change here substantially if, if the performance isn't a lot better, and especially the performance as it relates to turnovers because the, the brand's never been losing games in New England. It's always been, you know, starting with, with not doing that first. Yeah, letting someone else yes, lose the game. letting the other team lose the game. I have not expected anything from this team. I told you all preseason yeah, was, yeah, they're going nice. to be bad. Turns out Drew, you this was believe. the game that you said after this game we won't have to talk about them anymore. Oh. Honestly, it is a must win for them to keep talking. But I'll say this. They're not making the playoffs win or lose, but it is a must win. Coach said it. Belichick's not going anywhere this year for sure. But Matt could get benched. But I'm going to give another thing. I'm going to give you a little bit of optimism. Okay. I think there are eight winnable games, oh. winnable on their schedule. And I'm not saying they will win them, but the Raiders, College who you got, oh, think of it. you got the Raiders, Washington, Indy, yep. the Giants, yep. the Chargers. That, I'm going to say it's winnable because you sure, never yep. know with the Chargers. Pittsburgh, True. possibly. Denver and the Giants. And now, the Jets. The Jets. Oh, yeah. Jets. I'm sorry. Yeah, not bad. Now, Some. to but to me to have a ch- good chance to win a significant number of those games, 
they got to win against the Raiders. Because if you, if you beat the Raiders, now you can feel like, okay, we're out of the doldrums. If you lose to the Raiders, yeah, well, I don't think they're going to look at these find teams. That, then all those other teams are looking at you and saying you're the I agree. Winner. I'm not saying they're better yeah. than these you, teams, but those are legitimately yeah. winnable go, games. Go ahead, Wilds. This is a must-win, as must-win as must-win gets. So we're doing well, must-win Wednesday. Other than being there eliminated you go, Wilds. The playoffs. There you go. This is the fork in the – this is worse than being eliminated for the playoffs. <laughs> You eliminated from the playoffs, like, ah, season's over. This is a fork in the road moment for the whole franchise. Really? Mac Jones' career is headed down either, I don't know where, the way I thought it was going to go, nice baby goat trajectory, or the Sam Darnold route. Like, hey, you were a high pick. We saw some promise. Maybe you'll be a backup for a good team. If you get some weapons, you can get in on a blowout. That's where he's at. We have the full screen of Mac Jones' touchdown passes this season. There's three Patriots and three guys from other teams. There's not a huge leap there. Can I? And I'm yelling at this poor guy, stop throwing the ball to the what? wrong team. And here's the one, I'll throw this to you. This was the letter that the Crafts sent out to season ticket holders in January. And they're saying that we can assure you that no one in our organization is satisfied. When we welcome you back for the 2023 season, we anticipate presenting you with an improved product on the field. That hasn't happened. It's gotten worse. Since the Mac Jones getting facepalmed that you guys constantly made fun of me, we were 2-8. and eight. Yeah. And two of the worst blowouts of Belichick's career. The two worst blowouts. It, right. it is, we are at rock bottom. Yeah. And if we go below that, significantly below Mac Jones being facepalmed on yeah, national he, television, so here's, something's got to change. Yeah, and it's the quarterback, and I don't know that that fixes it. Here's the it's thing. It's not the quarterback. Right, so, so so I, so we, don't, we don't have time for it here, but Coach alluded to it, and it's actually what I wrote down. See, when Coach isn't chastising me, yeah. he has some football brains. <laughs> very <laughs> all, Of course. Um, everybody says, you know, a big sign, Bill's lost his touch. One of the biggest mistakes he made was they had a defensive coordinator as an offensive coordinator. What if Bill Belichick was correct that with that quarterback, the best chance you have to win games is if the guy calling the plays is from a mindset of, man, we're going to have to win a defensive game. Because the offense was better last year. Mac was better last year. You scored more points. You turned the ball over less. And you were competitive. You, you were 8-9 and nine despite the Raiders' loss and despite fumbling at the three-yard line against the Bengals mm. in, in December. Now you got Bill O'Brien, who's a real professional offensive coordinator trying to call real professional plays, and Mac Jones is, as you would say, throwing muffins yeah. to the other team. So maybe Bill Belichick knew with this quarterback – we got to try to win defensive games, so let's have a defensive coaching staff. Because the new coordinator didn't make Mac better. It's the worst he's ever been. He was bad last year. But he wasn't, wasn't this bad. Ten points a game. Yeah, 15 points lower and points scored. This yeah. We also had Billy Zappi. Yeah. <laughs> Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming up in eight and a half short minutes, well... It's the best segment in all sports media. I don't know what you want me to tell you. 
it's time for next year. Every time you say that, Brew squinches. He gets mad about the bullets. Now there's no bulls on Spotify Credible. Great rates, none of the bull. Fallout around Dallas continues to settle. We went from, hey, punch your ticket to the Super Bowl, to maybe Dak's not the guy for the future. we got to think about his contract. To hold on, are we sure they're making the playoffs? Okay. Here's the schedule. Let's take a look. Got the Chargers coming off a bye. Hmm. Then they got a bye, so that's two weeks in a row without a win three, San Francisco. Then you got this feisty Knicks, uh, Matt Stafford. Then the undefeated Eagles. Just saying. Just saying. What are you saying? Do you think they're going to lose to the Chargers? I don't think they're Super Bowl bound, and I think things could start to crater. That they're... remind me of the Cowboys. Okay, so, all right, this is where we get a little too hyperbolic. Seven teams make the playoffs. Let's just give a playoff spot to every team that has a better record than the Cowboys. Just say they're locked in. So that's San Francisco, Seattle, Detroit, Philly, and Tampa, the fight in Baker Mayfield. So that's five, okay? Right. right? Yep. And so, the, so put all of those teams in. You want to add another team from the NFC South? Fine. You're New Orleans Saints. Ooh, now Saints we're at six. In order for the Cowboys to miss, Rams. you would then have to put the Rams in, the Packers in, Washington in. in. Yeah, of course I had the Seahawks. Yeah, I yeah. said it. You can't find seven. There's a reason, Brew, they have the sixth best Super Bowl odds right now. There is a reason that right now they're minus 400 to make the playoffs. They, we, the, the pendulum swinging to the up. Now I'm not even sure the Cowboys are any good is too much. It's too much. Uh, I, I do agree. I, I think they're a good team. But I'll say this. They need to – I think they make the playoffs. And I think they will beat the Chargers. Yes. But if they somehow lose to the Chargers, which must let's win. count as a home, a home game. Is it a must win? Must win? Philosophically, spiritually, it's a must win. Because you heard me last segment. I talked about the winnable winnable games for the Patriots. Yep. I think Dallas has seven losable games. Thank you. Left. And what she said, the Chargers, I'm counting this one. I think they'll win it, but that's losable. The Rams, I mean, Rams playing well, John McVay. Philadelphia twice. Seattle, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit. Commander now, I'm not saying they lose all those games, but I'm saying th- they could lose a good number of those if they don't beat the they Chargers. If they lose to the home. Chargers, Coach, you got all the incentive in the world to wipe away the memory of what just happened, and you go out there and lose, then I think they're probably mentally they're going to be screwed up. Yeah, I don't know what to do here because this is back-to-back segments where I kind of agree with Nick. Thank you. So this think, is coach. I think something, I mean, you got a lot something, of rest last something night. is off, <laughs> off kilter. Something's not right with the yeah. universe. But but Nick's right. It's such a it's such an overreaction. But the reason we're overreacting is because of what Dallas does on a weekly basis. They win a game. They talk about the Super Bowl. They win <laughs> a game. They, 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 it's just right on the money. It's just so much of increasing expectations that when anything bad happens, and look, nobody wants to get blown out like they did against the 49ers, but when anything bad happens, the sky is falling. It's so much more dramatic than right. it needs to be this early in the season, but it's their own creation, so it's hard to, to take a step back and say and give them the benefit of the doubt because they just keep doing it to themselves. What's if I was a boxer, like, you know what? This boxer, young prospect, Kevin Wilds, he could be heavyweight champion of the world. But every because I beat up on three tomato cans, but every time I face someone pretty good, I lose. 
They're like, well, do you still think he can be heavyweight champion of the world? Wouldn't it be weird? Like, yes, of course he can. Nope. He can only beat up tomato cans. But Wilds, the well, question is not can they be heavyweight, heavyweight champion, champion of the I'm world? I'm saying that I need to Gloves see tournament. evidence that <laughs> they're good. <laughs> they're, they're, Wilds, can, can we still be a pro? So here's That's the question. Why, why don't we talk about the Steelers making a huge run to the Super Bowl? What? Why? Well, They've got the same record. owner's not Jerry Jones. That's and right. Always, yeah, They've yeah, got a yeah, great yeah, defensive yeah, player. Yeah. They've got a coach who went to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. They're both 3-2, and two, except the Steelers, they also both got blown out by the 49ers. The Steelers have beaten the Browns, who are good, have beaten the Ravens, who are good. They lost to the Texans, just like losing to the Cardinals. But we never talk the about ca- the Steelers. Because, because, okay. because it's Kenny Pickett right. and Dak. Okay. Both have five touchdowns. It's both have four Okay, it's, hold it's on. The just quit very quickly two things. Culture. One is, this is another overreaction. I don't care how low Dak Prescott's stock is right now. He's not going to be compared to Kenny Pickett. He's thrown for 34 more yards than Kenny Pickett. You just said if they don't get to the Super Bowl, you're jettisoning Yes, of course. But that's a different standard. And the other point that I'm making here is the Cowboys, by your standard of they haven't beaten any good teams, they've only played one. So they're 0 for 1 against good teams. Well, they played they four bad teams and they're 0 for 1. So you don't the get credit is, for losing to the Cardinals. What? No, I understand. But, I think Car- but, Cardinals but had they okay. beaten the Cardinals, you wouldn't give they them credit. They lost to a good so team. So they played one good team. The Cardinals are sneaky okay. They, 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 they are. Cardinals beat the Cowboys. You're out of your mind. You're cutting into tears, son. Oh, tears coming up next. Voice of reason. I mean, exactly. Cardinals beat the Cowboys. They're pretty good. Okay. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, it's Wednesday, October 11th at 4 o'clock, which means you're in for a treat. Last night, behind lane 13 in a candlelit bowling alley, a group of scientists, savants, and guys wearing Orioles jerseys burned the midnight oil to deliver the most captivating and comprehensive segment in all of sports media. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It's time for Nick's Tears. Thank you, as always, for the wonderful introduction, Kevin Wilds. A clarification and an apology before we start the tears. First, the clarification. The committee requested that I set the record straight because the last time Coach Mangini was here, he said the Chiefs are atop the tears no matter what. So we checked the archives. 21 editions of the tears last year. Seven different times the Chiefs were not at the top of the tears. And so that is there is a level of committee. Was somebody always Seven times someone was above them. Also, and the apology, last week, Marshall, who's the member of the committee that has the English degree, like Brew, he was out sick. So our names for the tiers were not as good as usual. This week he was back, and it's some of his best work. Bottom of the tiers, key card season. (laughs) That's when you show up to work and you're like, oh boy, is it going to (laughs) work? Am I going to get swiped in or not? Everyone on these teams, players and coaches, are getting to the facility like, oh boy, is the key card going to work? Next, rarely but occasionally frisky. A quarter at a time, these teams are interesting. 
The Vikings, not so much now that Justin Jefferson's out. The Jets, if the defense is rolling. The Bears, if it's the one week a month. Justin Fields looks like a franchise quarterback. The Cardinals for usually the second quarter each week. Mm -hmm. And the Washington, if it's the if you know if Sam Howell has it that day and he's not just getting <laughs> power bombed to the center of the earth, hanging by a thread. All these teams are two and three, except for the Colts, who are three and two, but just lost their quarterback for more than a month. All of them are still alive. They are all still viable playoff teams, theoretically, but they cannot suffer a two-game losing streak over the next couple months. They have to string together some wins or at least alternate wins and losses, or else they'll be relegated a lower uh, tier lower. Eh. The NFC South. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, nine wins combined. <laughs> the whole. But division. five of those wins have come against Carolina, Minnesota, Chicago, and New England. Four of the worst teams in the league. Only one win versus a team with a winning record, and it was the Bucks over the Saints, who are in the NFC South. I mean, <laughs> it's just eh, it's the NFC South. I, it's what red zones for, I guess. Four teams, two spots at best. That is assuming none of the teams below them get hot. All four of these teams had serious playoff expectations. The Bengals had serious Super Bowl expectations. At least two of them are going to miss the party entirely, maybe more. And you see three of them are NFC North teams that are going to beat each other up. And the Chargers, of course, who still are yet to play the Chiefs and their schedule gets much harder over the next few weeks. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. These three teams are all about equivalent in talent, yet they are discussed very differently. Mm. The Dolphins' defense is a legitimate concern. Mm. They have played two legit offenses in the Chargers and the Bills, and both of them moved the ball at will on them up and down the field. They're a touch overrated. They're good, but they're a touch overrated. The Seahawks yeah. were not ready to play week one. They, since then, suffered multiple offensive line injuries, multiple defensive injuries, yeah. and all they did was win games. They now have gotten healthier, and they were a good team last year. And then the Lions properly rated. Hey, that's a really good team. They're not a great team. I don't think most people think they're going to go to the, the Super Bowl, but any given week they can win. That's how all three of these teams are, but the Dolphins seem to be here, the Seahawks here, and the Lions there. Yeah. Brew rolls right off the tongue. CCGOB. Conference championship <laughs> game or bust. I mean, that's what people are saying. And that's for the Bills, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Jaguars. None of these teams can afford to go backwards. For the Bills, the roster gets very expensive next year. They kind of went not totally all in, but partially all in on the last couple seasons. The Cowboys we've discussed. The Ravens have won two playoff games total since they won the Super Bowl 11 years ago. And the Jags, this is the last year before you have to play Trevor. Mm. All of them need to at least be in the Final Four. Obviously, all of them won't be, but that's why they are CCGOB teams. Next, tempting the gods. What do we mean, tempting the gods? Oh, Dusty. The brotherly shove play is frowned upon for a couple of reasons. You're tempting the gods because it feels a little cheap, but you're also tempting the gods because you are putting your quarter of a billion dollar quarterback at risk in the meat grinder play after play after play. Additionally, after they play the Jets, seven of their next eight games are against the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Bills, Seattle, San Francisco, and Dallas twice. So credit to them for being 5-0 at this point because they really need to be. But that schedule is about to beat them up. Mm. All right. As promised, the 0-4 Pats. Oh, That's wow. the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. That's the last team to go back-to-back. -back. Wow. That is a team that... 
for the first time in its dynastic run, had an excellent offense after always having an excellent defense. Sure. This year's Chiefs trying to go back to back for the first time in its dynastic run, has an excellent defense. And by the way, they went 14-2, and two, and one of their losses was a one-point loss. It kind of didn't make a lot of sense. And then at the top of the tiers, wow. the 04. Wow. What a day. The 04 Steelers. Stunning. That, that Steelers team had a quarterback starting for the first time. It was 13-0. They had the number one defense in football across the board. They were clearly the most dominant team wow. in the NFL all year long. What, what coach? What's the problem? <laughs> we beat the 04 Steelers. The 04 Patriots? Why? The 04 Patriots. Oh, oh, oh I wonder why. Oh, now it all New information. <laughs> oh, I guess we need to update those tiers. <laughs> now that I know that. Oh, so, oh, you mean, wait, so you mean a team that's quarterback was 13-0 and and the number one defense was 15-1, and the most dominant team? The team going for the back-to-back for the dynasty, We're they beat them? Oh, was it close? Or did, uh, you, did you actually switch the tiers? Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, I'm glad you told me that, yeah. Coach. The committee must have been snoozing during that conference championship game. So, there it is. So, wait, this week. So now Kansas City's on top? Well, I mean, I, I can't have the 04 Steelers and the 04 okay. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, that's anathema to history. I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's be fair. Coach, go right ahead, sir. I, I'm glad Marshall's back. Yeah. I think the names have improved significantly from, from where it was. <laughs> I am going to say that, that you're lying again on the on the, uh, on the the tiers here because of where you have the lines. And, and I have a real problem with this. You, you've got the, the tier up. Okay, cool. Every single one of those teams has two losses, right? The tier below, every single one of these teams has one loss. Mm-hmm. But with the Lions, with the Lions, their one loss came in overtime. They had a, a minus three on the giveaway takeaway, and they still only lost by a touchdown in, in overtime. They, they're, if, if we bring up some of their their uh, stats here, sure. look at them offensively. They're top 10 in every major offensive category. If you look at them defensively, they're top 10 in a, in a bunch of defensive mm. categories. Good. So I don't know why the 4-1 the and one team somehow falls on the tier below the, the group above. Solid. It, it makes no sense. No, all right. Well, you make some very compelling cases. I, I think your statistical case was far greater than your standings case because these are wilds. Not the standings. Not the standings. <laughs> I mean, you can get those. Completely, completely understand yeah. that. However, a one loss in overtime. Nick's lying again about his tears. <laughs> well done, <laughs> Thank you. Smith. Thank you very much. Uh, here's the, the uh, other problem I, I would say, Brew, is I think it's very difficult to elevate the Lions and not simultaneously elevate the Seahawks, who also, to your point, have one loss, and the Lions' loss, of course, came to the Seahawks. But go ahead, Brew. Look, I, I was, Kansas City. They I did, was all best win anyone has prepared to give you props for being objective, I'm but objective. apparently – what. That's reserved for this side of the table. <laughs> oh, you guys weren't even on camera guys, for that. You guys have practiced that all afternoon. They should have been ready. See again. if you guys can run that back in <laughs> a segment. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow, that felt awkward. Up <laughs> the Jaguars. Come on, man. What? Really? <laughs> Thank you. Every team below them, Miami, Seattle, and Detroit, is better than the Jaguars. True. It should be ahead of them. Two strange victories overseas. I, I don't know what's going on in <laughs> London. They get to stay over there and, you know, have their family come, and they, they're living over there the for weeks at a time, and another team just flies over the day before the game. Let's play. That that is what you're banking on? Your quarterback's thrown five touchdowns in five games. He's also got 
five combined interceptions and fumbles, mm-hmm. okay? Not playing very princely. Yeah. Uh, and they averaged 21 points a game. Come on. They, the Jags just That's aren't getting point. it done. And, and that division is up for grabs, Ooh. actually. Okay. Surprising. So are we moving down just the Jags or the Jags and the Bills? Just the Jags. Okay, there's no, it's not well, the right, well, then you've not lost the argument. The well, so there is no, no, but there is no argument to be made for the Bills well, over the Well, then the, the Jags. Lions should be ahead of the Chiefs. No. Both have one loss. No, they not, beat them head not, to head. No, because I am not arguing the Jags are above the Bills. I am simply saying if the standard is you have a couple head scratch, you have a head scratching loss, you have not looked great every week, you're every week. the, you haven't, like the Jags have. Most weeks. What? No. No. They, the they Jags, hold on. Impressive. Here's the problem, Brew. You, you, you said the AFC South is up for grabs. The AFC South has good teams. But then the Jags win in the AFC South. Well, they, just, throw they away. got hammered by Houston. Which, uh, yes, they have one bad game. They've, they've played one bad game all year. The Texans game. Nobody, there's no shame in losing they've the Chiefs. They've won one Literally game in the continental will the rest United of the year. States. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, that's... The, I'm just saying. The United States, this is it's where we play. It's the national... We're going to move the playoffs. We're going to move the playoffs. Not a win in the nation. Right. If they play the, the, the playoffs in London, maybe yeah, they'd be all right. <laughs> I think the Dolphins are fantastic. Oh, well, they are. <laughs> Here's what I like. doing these puns? I thought you hated puns. I like this one. Fantastic. You get it, bro? I get it. Fantastic. Here's the thing. I just like awesomeness, and I feel like at this point we're taking the Dolphins for granted. Here's how Tua is doing. Is he is he second in anything? Yeah, he's tied for second in passing touchdowns. You just know he's going to air it out. Games with 500 total yards this season. This is the whole league. The Dolphins have three. The rest of the league has zero. I also think this guy, Mike McDaniel, is at a point around Andy Reid, Kyle Ooh. Shanahan, maybe Ben Johnson with some of the tricks he's doing. He's just like, ha- like legit having the most fun. It's like a creative writing exercise for him out yeah. there. Is the defense an issue? Sure. Is it an issue if you're scoring 45 points? Probably not. I just feel like the Dolphins are, at this point, you're taking them for granted. I'm not taking them for granted. I'm taking them for granted a little bit. I'll, I'll be very clear on it. I, I think that they are a poor man's version of the 18 Chiefs, and the 18 Chiefs weren't good enough. And the 18 Chiefs didn't have a guy who one day could be Andy Reid. They had Andy Reid. And they didn't have a quarterback who was trying to, you know, turn himself into a star. They had the league MVP as a star. They did. They both had Tyreek Hill. They had a bunch of skill. But you had to score 35 to win. And until, listen, Vic Fangio, I respect him. Right now it hasn't been working, and they really miss Jalen Ramsey. And they just Coming lost. Back. A Chan for the for at least the next while. Most are you know, most are can play. All right, coming up next. See that coach defense. Is this Russ's last start in Denver? One person here. Running the ball. Oh look! Oh let's see it! Let's see it! Oh they nailed it! And and the snap! (laughs) And the snap! (laughs) The start was so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to an electric show. Russ versus Mahomes tomorrow night. Russ coming off of a loss to the Jets where he literally fumbled the ball away. Mahomes, however, 
on the record saying that Russ is actually playing good football. Let's take a look at how well Russ has been playing. 11 passing touchdowns, TD percentage not bad, passer rating pretty good, 20 yards completion, 18. So, Coach, the question goes to you. Do you think there's a chance that the... We got breaking news. What is this? Sneaky upset alert, it says. Oh, that's good. Coach, this wasn't in the format. Are you saying this is an, a sneaky upset alert? I, I believe this is a sneaky oh, upset alert. Oh, my. Gosh, we got to change the format. And then and let's talk about this. So last year wow. when they played, they got up a, on them, what, 27 nothing in the first game? Yeah. And they had to sweat it out because Denver yeah, came screaming that's what they back. always do. And then the second game, Denver had the lead going into the fourth quarter and ends up being, what, a three-point game? Were de- Denver was down 10 at the end. And I know, I know you're saying they've won 15 straight. Yep. Yeah. Right? He was going on and on about 15 that. straight. Yeah. Which, and Last time they lost, the Rams played in St. Right, Louis so and Nikola Jokic played in Serbia. They're 10.5-point <laughs> dogs, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So upsets on Thursday night, they don't happen often, but they do happen. Mm-hmm. And Thursday night's a little bit different package because of how much time you have to prepare. It's, being, it's so abbreviated. Might not have Travis Kelsey. And, you know, I've been part of some Thursday night upsets in the past, and I don't know if we have – yeah, so the, in 2009, we're playing the Steelers. We're 10-point dogs. We hadn't beaten them in 12 games, and we beat them on Thursday night football. And so I've been part of that. So, so I, I imagine that as much as you think that this is an impossibility, a lot of those guys in the locker room feel like it's an impossibility as well. And, and, and that's a real problem when you start underestimating your opponent, which I think Kansas City is probably doing at this point, even though they're talking very nicely about how good Russ is, in the back of their mind, like, okay, yeah. we got to buy here, we'll get through these guys, and then we'll. we'll can can we'll I make a request? Well, well done. Hold on. Can well I make done. a request? And Wilds, well I think you're going to begrudgingly agree with this, uh, fellow Chiefs fans. Can we talk? Can we <laughs> put a halt on the oh? The Chiefs let them back in after a big lead until they lose one of those times. You guys are absolutely correct that they have a tendency, be it against the Texans or the Jets this year up 17-0 or the Broncos last year up 27-0 to get out early, totally take their foot off the gas, and then some folks are like, they could lose. But they don't. No. They the, the, the Colts game that they boltish. lost through. They right. were not up big. You know what I mean? Like they and so they don't lose. I will say this. I think it is more likely that Russell Wilson gets benched after this game than the Broncos win the game. And you guys put so up the stats. Are you double doubling down on the I will get let's ride tattoo at Denver? Because <laughs> no. you said it's it the other do. day. But are you gonna, I, I, are you I didn't gonna... say that. Oh, and, and the that ta- would be the, great. The, the show related tattoos <laughs> now are I no longer, I'm be totally honest, have full free. That's now a two person decision. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those people's not here right now. Well, here's what I'll tell you I will, I, because, you know, you I'll what? cut my hair to Kevin Wilde style if the Broncos win on Thursday. Oh, I'll do it. I don't know. Can you you nice haircut though? But, yeah, sure, That's sure. Whatever you guys want, I'll do something <laughs> okay. like that. But I and I want to say this to Brew about the Russ thing real quick because I think you agree the Chiefs aren't going to lose this game. Oh, Wilde so. claims to be a Chiefs fan, picks against him every week. So yeah, and so it's a very odd thing. I am not arguing that Russell Wilson's play merits benching. I am arguing 
that I think Sean Payton is going to have to do something substantial if they lose this game, certainly if they lose the next game to the Chiefs a couple weeks later. And I don't think he's going to fire one of his coaches that he just brought in, fire a coordinator he brought in two months ago. I think it's important not to be right, but to get it right. And he made a mistake, but it appears so far, with Van Joseph, Vance Joseph. I mean, and I think the significant thing he would do is get rid of Vance Joseph if they get blown out in this game. And I think Peyton has been too bad, at least the result. And Russ has been too good. Not that he's been awesome, but he's been too good for Peyton to bench and mm-hmm. think everybody's just going to think, oh, Russ was the problem. No, the, the time for scapegoating Russell Wilson is past because you gave up 70. All right, it's not Russell Wilson's fault. Quickly, you think Kelsey's going to be Kelsey's good to go? Play. Okay. Kelsey's, gonna, Kelsey's a warrior, man. He missed in the last Do you nine like years. That? He missed one game, and it was because he suffered an injury that was supposed to knock him out for a month. Where's he And he, he missed from? one game. Okay. What, what state's he from? He's Come from. Right around the floor, I bro. love it, Coach. <laughs> I'm shocked that you like this, Nick. I thought I, you wanted to see it. You didn't ask if I like it. <laughs> he's you asked, in, he's is he in going? some pain. LeBron being disrespected oddly in the GM poll. Next. So you're going to cut your hair. Yeah, sure. We can't have this. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. And tomorrow, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List. Brew, do you have anybody working on the Bud List? I'll be all night of the mid, burning the midnight. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Trying to figure out. Just three guys. Back to the GM survey. Well, (laughs) throw Mac Jones on there. It's two guys. Uh, Best leader. Now, LeBron came in first. But with only 27% of the vote, which I thought was absurd. Then it's Steph, then Joker, then Jimmy and Dame. And granted, it seems ridiculous. He's a leader on a team he just showed up to. So, but maybe it was same with Chris Paul. Same with Chris Paul. Yeah. And let the the trade demand. Hold on. Let the (laughs) trade trade demand. He's been asking for a trade every month. Wilds, not Nick is the one offended on LeBron's he behalf here. So explain. I just thought it was ridiculous. I feel like LeBron is by far the best leader. You can make a case that he's one of the best leaders in sports now that Tom Brady is retired. And the idea that barely one in four GMs thinks that it's him is absurd. He turns players better. He runs the team. And not in a jokey, you know, oh, he's the GM. But he has his fingerprints all over the team and the attitude of the team. I just thought it was ridiculous. I, I think he's a great leader, but I think this is a pretty good le- – I mean, you can, the Dame obviously asked for it to be traded, so you can question that. But LeBron has had his moments of tough, being tough on teammates as far as the passive-aggressive tweets or cryptic tweets and things like that that guys haven't appreciated. And I think Steph is a great leader too. I think Steph is like a Tim Duncan. Now, I know Draymond's kind of the vocal guy and inspirational leader, mm-hmm. but Steph sets the tone and the culture or has set it for that franchise. His egoless or selfless attitude is huge for that team, kind of like Duncan was in San Antonio. Sure. That's why I think it's fair LeBron is Steph. So we didn't have it on there, but nine total people got at least one vote. Three of the nine now play for the Warriors. Draymond got a vote. 
Clay, or I'm sorry, uh, CP3 got two, and Steph got, what's the math on that? Steph got, got eight. Right? Uh, and so, or seven, pardon me. Do you think, Wilds, that's a potential hiccup? Too the, many leaders? Well, yeah, like the, the who, the, ste- that you have Steph and, obviously, Steph and Draymond know exactly how to perfectly coexist. I don't, th- I think at this point, leadership is one of Chris Paul's biggest strengths as he's aged which as a player. Need. Which and right. it's just, they one thing to not need it. it. It's to not be it, right. The that's time. the right. thing is it's it's do you not want it? Right. Like, like and so no, it, I mean, and, and behind, it could rub, rub Draymond is the one it could rub behind the, the curtain a little bit like our boss is sitting right there, and I'm like, well, I'm the leader of the show. We don't really need just one final note on LeBron. If Adam Silver was like, you know what, we need to expand into the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, we, can we play a game in the North Pole? It's like, all right, first call to LeBron. Because if LeBron says he wants to play in the North Pole, everybody well, like, that's yes, Team LeBron. USA. It's the yes. Team USA. Yes, exactly. He's making the calls for Team USA. That's why. Speak is up next. Great episode. We're here tomorrow. Did you tomorrow, say you're the leader o'clock. of the show? He no, loves saying <laughs>